0: Well أشهد ان محمد رسول الله, <عشار الله>, <عشار الله>, <عشار الله> And yet I'm
1: الحمد لله <coughs> نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا الا وأنتم مسلمون ومن يطيع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدى هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعة ضلاله وكل ضلالة في النار اعادني الله واياكم من النار we seek His assistance and He beseech His forgiveness. We seek refuge in Allah from the evils of our own souls and from the evils of our actions. We say save Allah Most High guides, there is none that can send astray. And we say save Allah Most High sends astray, there is none that can guide. I testify that there is none worthy of worship except Allah alone he has no partners. And I testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa is a slave and messenger of Allah. O oh, you who believe, fear Allah as you ought to be feared. And do not die except in a state of submission to Allah as Muslims. O people, fear your Lord who created you from a single being, and from it created its spouse, and from the two of them brought forth men and women in abundance. Fear your Lord through whom you ask your mutual rights and keep the family ties. Indeed, Allah is ever watchful over you. O you who believe, fear Allah and speak a word that is true and just. Allah will rectify for your deeds and forgive your sins. And whosoever obeys Allah and His Messenger has attained the ultimate success. Indeed, the truth of speech is the book of Allah, and the best of guidance is the guidance of Muhammad. And the worst of affairs are newly introduced matters into the religion, and every such newly introduced matter is a bid'ah and innovation. And every innovation is misguidance, and all misguidance is in the fire. May Allah protect us all from the fire. Ibad Allah. <laughs> وشرع لهم طريقه القوي قويم ولكن الله سبحانه وتعالى قد جعل للعبد على هذا الطريق قد جعل للعبد على هذا الطريق آفات فمنهم الشيطان ياتيه على الطريق فيضله عنها ويزيغه ويزيغه الى ما سواه قال تعالى حاكي حاكيا عنه انه قال لا لهم صراطك المستقيم O slaves of Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated and ordered the slaves, the servants, to tread the straight path. The straight path that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put on this path, a shaytan or shayateen, devils, that seek to mislead the people from the straight path. And Allah subhanahu wa taala mentions the statement of Iblis when he was expelled from Jannah or when he was expelled from the heavens. Allah subhanahu wa taala says that he said, "La lahum I will sit for them on your straight path. Then I will come to them from the front and from their right and from the left. وَلَا تَجِدُ أَكْثَرَهُمْ شَاكِرِينَ And you will find most of them ungrateful. So Allah, Subha, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions that he has put shayateen on this path that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated. And these shayateen are from the jinn and the ins. They, they seek to deviate the people from the ways of the messenger, the path that the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa has come with. And the greatest of commandments that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered with is the Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is the first thing that is wajib upon the person who seeks to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala correctly the one who wants to tread the path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with no fear and to tread the path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without failure he has to first establish the Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that he he may be successful in this journey and that commandment of Tawheed is the reason why Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala created us to worship Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala alone and that is the meaning of la ilaha illallah which means there is no worthy of worship except Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala so there are people calling the people away from the siratul mustaqim towards grave worship or towards worshiping other than Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala and the nabi sallallahu alayhi wa has warned against this in his sunnah and from the hadith in warning against this the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam it was narrated from him in the hadith of Abu Waqid bin Al-Layth Aishah said kharajna ma'a an He said we went with the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to Hunayn to the battle and Hunayn is a place So the Nabi so he said wa nahnu hudatha wa'ahd bi kufr And we were newly from kufr from this belief we, we were new Muslims. We, re, we, we nearly reverted into Islam. So he said He said The, mushrikeen, the disbelievers, the polytheists They had a sidra, a low tree. They would sit by it And they would hang on it their swords. For Barakah, for Blessings. فَمَرَرْنَا بِسِدْرَةٍ Abu Waqid radiyaAllahu anhu he said, So we passed by a low tree. فَقُلْنَا يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ So we said, O oh Messenger of Allah, اِجْعَلْ لَنَا ذَاتَ أَنْوَاطٍ كَمَا لَهُم ذَاتُ أَنْوَاطٍ Make for us a low tree, a ذات أنواط. Make for us something that we can hang our swords on. Like they have one, like they have a ذات أنواط. And that tree that they hung on, their swords, they called it a that That which you hang on your things. So they hang on their swords for, on it for blessings. So that when they go to the war, it may be successful for them. So the Sahaba, due to some, the ignorance of some of them who came new into Islam, or who were new into Islam, they said, Make for us a lottery just like they have so the nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said out of amazement allah is great allah is the greatest indeed it is the ways you have sinned you have said by the one in whose hands my soul lies kama qalat banu like Banu Isra'il said to Musa alayhi salam, ilahan alihah. They said, make for us an ilah, a deity, an object of worship. Kamalahum alihah. Just like they have an object of worship. So the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he was amazed by the statement that they asked the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa to make for them a to anwat. And this tree that they used to sit at for barakah, First of all, it's upon a Muslim to know that the barakah only comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made certain places barakah. He has made certain places blessed. He has placed barakah in it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made certain foods blessed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made certain situations blessed. If the believers indulge in it, acts of worship. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed many things. However, to seek blessings from anything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed blessings in, it must be established in the sunnah, the way we seek the blessings from it. So the person cannot only say that this place is blessed. First establish that the place is blessed, and if it is established that the place is blessed, then also the way to seek blessings must be established in the sunnah of the Nabi sallallahu alayhi Wasallam, Because tabarruk, seeking blessings, is an act of worship is an act of worship with which we worship Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala, and every act of worship is tawqifi every act of worship it must be done according to the sunnah of Rasulullah SallAllahu Alaihi Wasallam to be accepted because the Nabi SallAllahu Alaihi Wasallam he said Man ahdatha fi amrina ma laysa minhu fahuwa rad whoever introduces into this matter of ours that which is not from it then it will be rejected so they claimed or the kuffar of Quraysh they thought that this tree had blessings however it has been not uh, it, it is not established by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that it has blessings so they would sit by it and make they would sit by it for worship and the worship that they were doing is tabarruk seeking blessings from the tree and they hang on it their swords ibn qayyim he said if the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam Was surprised and amazed By those sahaba who wanted a tree Like the kuffar of Quraysh Imagine the one who sits by a grave And worships other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So same Just like those people they sought And make i'tikaf by the tree We find in the Muslim ummah In the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu wasallam, The ummah of Tawheed The ummah that worships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone We find a people they follow the ways of the Jews and the Christians, or they follow the ways of the Kuffar of Quraysh, by having this mentality of seeking tabarruk from anything, yani from literally anything besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or by following and seeking tabarruk by that which is not established in the sunnah of the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, And then the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Allahu Akbar, said, Allah is the greatest. Inna Sunan indeed it is the ways. قُلْتُمْ كَمَا قَالَتْ بَنُوْ إِسْرَيْلَ لِمُوسَى You have said like Banu Israel said to Musa and then the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said, he mentioned the statement of banu Israel that they said اِجْعَلْ لَنَا ilahan كَمَا لَهُمْ Make for us a deity, a God an object of worship just like they have an object of worship So the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he likened this statement to the statement of the people of Banu Israel So whoever goes to a place seeking blessings from it that is not established in the Qur'an and the Sunnah, then he has taken that thing as an ilah besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, the statement of Banu Israel was, اِجْعَلْ لَنَا ilahan, Make for us an ilah, an object of worship. And he likened it to the statement, he said, قُلْتُمْ كَمَا قَالَتْ بَنُوا إِسْرَيْلَ لِمُوسَىٰ You have said, just like Banu Israel said to Musa alayhi wa And then the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, لَتَتَّبِعُنَّ سَ you will surely follow the ways of those before you. And then the Sahaba, they asked, Ya Rasulullah, al-Yahudu wa al is it the Jews and the Christians? The Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Faman, then who else? So, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he informed that there will be in this ummah, follow, people following the ways of the Jews and the Christians, what they did, and following step by step, حَتَّى لَوْ دَخَلُوا جُحْرَ ضَبٍ لَدَخَلْتُمُهُ the Nabi sallallahu he mentioned, even if they entered the hole of a lizard, you will enter it after them. So the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he even described how much this ummah will follow the nations before them. So it is not a, a believer should not be surprised that we find in this ummah people ascribing partisan to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, people worshipping other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, claiming that they are Muslims. That is because they do not understand the meaning of La Ilaha Illallah. Many of them, you ask them the meaning of La Ilaha Illallah. He says it is Al Qadir Al It is the one who is able to create from nothing. However, La Ilaha Illallah means there is no object of worship besides Allah. So the one who worships other than Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala by directing an act of worship to other than Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, he becomes a mushrik, whether he says La Ilaha Illallah or not. Because la ilaha illallah is not a word that will benefit you only by utterance of the tongue. Rather la ilaha illallah it requires action. The person has to act upon its necessities. That's why then the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, la, yani the one who will enter is the one who says la ilaha illallah. The ulama they say, man qalaha aliman bima'naaha amilan muqtadaha. The one who says it knowing its meaning, acting by its necessities. What la ilaha illallah necessitates, the person has to act by it. And you find this ummah, those who embark upon what the Nabi sallallahu clearly prohibited. Because the Nabi sallallahu he prohibited grave worship and he prohibited building the graves. The Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he mentioned when Umm Salama, anha, she came from Habasha, from Abyssinia, and she informed the Nabi about a kanisa in Ardul Habasha, a church that she that she saw. And she mentioned to the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam of images that were in it. The Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ula ikihi murajunul salih abdu salih, banawa ala kabrihi masjida wa sawa rufi til kasuar Ula ikashiraul khalta in The Nabi sallallahu mentioned those people, when the righteous servants among them dies, or the righteous man. They, they build over his qabr a grave. Yeah, they build over his qabr a masjid. They build on his grave a masjid. And they do those drawings in it. The Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, shiraru al inda Those are the worst of the creation by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam described them to be the worst of the creation. And then also on top of that, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa he cursed the ones who build on the grave's masajid. The Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, as narrated by Aisha radiallahu anha, she said, When the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa was about to die, and he was in his last sickness, he, was put, he put a cloth over his face, and when it would cause him difficulty, he would remove it, and then he would say, لَعْنَةُ اللَّهِ عَلَى الْيَهُوْدِ وَالنَّصَارَىٰ إِتَّخَذُوا قُبُورَ أَنْبِيَائِهِمْ مَسَاجِدُ The Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would say May Allah curse the Jews and the Christians They have taken the graves of the Anbiya, of the, of the Prophets As places of worship And Aisha radiallahu anha then said يُحَذِّرُ مَا صَنَعُوا The Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam with that He warns from what they did وَلَوْ لَا ذَلِكَ أبرز قَبْرُهُ Wasn't it for that? The Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's grave would have been put outside For everyone to see However, the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He ordered that he be buried in the house Of Aisha Radiallahu sallam, In his house, the place he died That is because To, yani, to remove the people And for, for them not to commit shirk By the grave of the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And that is the dua the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam made When the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said Allahumma la taj'al qabri wa thanal yubad," Oh Allah do not make my grave a wathan, an idol that is worshipped. So the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also cursed him. And cursing is that the person is repelled from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is taken far from it. And after, and on top of that, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam clearly prohibited. The Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah inna kum kanu al-qubura masajid, ala al masajid an dalik. Lo and behold, those before you. You used to take the graves of the Ambiya, the graves, as places of worship. So do not take the graves as places of worship. فَإِنِّي and dalik, For I prohibit you from this. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant understanding of his Tawheed. الحمد لله الذي أرسل رسوله بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على الدين كله وكفى بالله شهيدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له إقرارا به وتوحيدا وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما مزيدا أما بعد عباد الله فكما نهى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم عن اتخاذ القبور مساجد فإنا نجد في هذه الأمة Manitaqadaha Masajid. Of slaves of Allah, as the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa prohibited from taking the graves as places of worship. We find this Ummah as the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa he prophesied and his prophecy has come, come to, it, it has come to fruition. It came, it was true that in this ummah we will find people who take the graves as places of worship. And also on top of that, the people of Quraysh. What they used to do at the grave was, or at the tree, at the tree, Indaha, they would sit by it. for baraka. And we find in this ummah likewise people visiting graves regularly and sitting by it for barakah. And they call it names to deceive the masses. They call it muraqaba. They call it a time that you spend with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or they call it Yani Mujawara, a visiting time that you spend next to the grave. This has nothing to do in the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you will find, how shaitan has deceived most of them, that they will find happiness and tranquility that they find at the graves, that which they do not find in the masjid. Because the masjid is the place Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is later to be mentioned, to be remembered in, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, <laughs> يُسَبِّحُ لَهُ فِيهَا بِالْغُدُوِّ وَالْأَصَالِ In houses, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is permitted to be erected. وَيُذْكَرَ فِي أَصْمُهُ And his name is mentioned in it. يُسَبِّحُ لَهُ فِيهَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is glorified in it. In the morning and the evening. By who? رِجَالٌ لَا تُلِهِهِمْ تِجَارَةٌ وَلَا بَيْعٌ By men who are not preoccupied by trade or business. They fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, the Nabi Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that the masajid are the place to worship and to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As for the graves, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned the sunnah with regards to it. What is the sunnah? We visit the graves and we greet the inhabitants and we make dua, and we make dua for them. There is no sitting at a grave or reading, reciting Quran at it. As the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Zurul Qubur, visit the graves, Fa because it reminds you of the Akhirah. So the grave is a place to be reminded of the Akhirah. Not a place to go make shirk. Not a place to worship other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To connect yourself towards the person who's died. Who, yani who is dead. Because they do not hear you as the Nabi sallallahu alayhi Wasallam He informed. In la as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informed. In la if you call upon them, they cannot hear your call. وَلَوْ سَمِعُوا لَكُمْ وَيَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ يَكْفُرُونَ And if they could hear you, they cannot respond to you. And the day of Qiyamah, they will reject your shirk. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls this act of going to the graves and calling upon the inhabitants of the graves يعني an act of shirk. And shirk is the worst crime if the person dies upon it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never forgives it. And if the person dies upon it, he dwells in Jahannam forever. He doesn't come out. So it is a dangerous crime. The person who commits this act, who goes to the graves, who calls upon other Allah subhanahu Wa ta'ala. Some of these people they say, "How would the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam order us to go to the graves? If if, if it was not permissible, he wouldn't say Yani wouldn't order us to go to the grave because they are, the only thing they understand from visiting the graves is calling upon the dead. Rather than Nabi وسلم, he the Nabi Sallallahu mentioned the benefit of visiting the graves فَإِنَّهَا تُذَكِّرُكُمُ الْآخِرَةِ because it reminds you of the year after. That is the reason why we visit graves. We do not visit graves to call upon the person who, who has died because he cannot benefit himself. He is dead. He couldn't keep himself alive. How can he benefit you after he has died? Mm-hmm. And we find amongst the Sahaba, عليهم, how they were connected to, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They did not magnify certain places the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa touched. Look at when Umar came to the Hajj al-Aswad to the black stone in the Kaaba, when he came to kiss it he said, he is speaking يعني, to the black stone <coughs> he said he said, I know that you are nothing but a stone <coughs> you do not benefit nor do you harm and the Nabi also kissed the stone today if we people know that the Nabi touched a place or they say the Sheikh touched the place they make the baruk, they go worship that place they seek blessing, blessings from that place as if that place became blessed now after someone has touched it. However, Umar radiyallahu anhu look at, look at this tawhid and the tawhid of the Sahaba. He said to the stone, إِنِّي لَأَعْلَمُ أَنَّكَ حَجَرَ I know that you are nothing but a stone. لا تضر ولا تنفع You do not harm, nor do you benefit. He said, وَلَوْلَا anni رَأَيْتُ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ يُقَبِّلُكَ مَا And if I did not see the Nabi Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam kiss you, I wouldn't kiss you. So this is the iman and the aqeedah of the sahaba radwanullahi alayhim and that is what every muslim should be upon every muslim should be upon what the sahaba radwanullahi alayhim were upon because that is the path that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered us with We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who follow the sahaba radwanullahi alayhim and follow the way of the nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allahumma a'izz islam wa al-muslimin wa adhill ash-shirk wa al-mushrikeen wa damir a'da'aka a'da' ad-deen wa ansur ibadak al ya rab al اللهم آتِ نفوسنا wa وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها the يا رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين.